0: Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. Which tater are you? It is easy to start analyzing ourselves and others in our groups and organizations and to take what happens personally. A better way to look at what goes on is to understand that people grow into certain roles or styles and are usually just being whomever they are out of habit or just because that is the way their personalities are. They are just being taters. If we are able to understand this and accept them for the tater they are, we will be a lot more comfortable. Using a scale from 5 to 1 rate yourself in terms of how frequently you are each of the following taters. 5 equals almost always, 4 equals usually. 3 equals sometimes, 2 equals seldom, and 1 equals almost never. Once you have finished for yourself, it will be fun to think about each of the other people in your group and rate each group member in terms of how frequently he she is a tater. 1. Agitator, AG likes to keep things stirred up, find fault, criticize, and make things seem worse than they really are. 2. Annotator, Annie likes to have the last word, always gets his her two cents worth in, and always has an opinion on everything and likes to show others that he she knows more than everyone else. 3. Commentator, Common likes to be sure that everyone knows everything that is going on, is in charge of gossip and tattling, and seems to talk all the time even if no one wants to listen or if everyone already knew about what is being said. 4. Dictator, Dick likes to take charge, boss everyone around, be the one who makes all the decisions, and generally be in charge of everything whether or not it is his her business or responsibility. 5. Gravitator, Gravy is pretty much of a couch potato, always hanging around and there when others want a little privacy, and always seems to be too tired to help out, do things, or get out of the way. 6. Hesitator, Hesa can never decide, always waits to see what someone else's opinion is and then uses that one, is very unsure of him herself goes out of the way not to offend anyone or get anyone upset, and thinks that if he she can please everyone all the time things will be okay. 7. Levitator, Leva thinks he she is just a little better than everyone else, is sort of above it all most of the time, seems like he she is looking down the nose at others, and feels pretty much superior to everyone else. 8. Meditator, Meta seems to take forever to do things because he she has to think everything over very carefully before doing something, never wants to do anything quickly or on the spur of the moment because anything worth doing is worth thinking through carefully, and is usually hard to talk with because everything has to be analyzed and discussed in great detail. 9. Militator, Mila is always on guard and ready to go to war, will argue with anyone about anything anytime, never gives an inch and is ready to stand his her ground with anyone who tries to take advantage or confront him her. 10. Precipitator, Percip is one of those taters that is able to get other people into arguments and then walk away, say or do things that get others upset and then pretend like he she is totally innocent, and seems to get things messed up or stirred up without seeming to have started it or without seeming to have been involved. 11. Spectator, Spec likes to stay on the sidelines and not really get involved simply watch or listen without really participating, and just stays to him herself because that seems like the safest way of just getting by without getting involved. 12. Facilitator. Facilla does not mind being out of alphabetical order because his her job is to be helpful, to do things for other people, to be there when others need him her, and to stay away from things that have to do with accepting responsibility, showing leadership, or running the risk of being blamed for what is done or how things turn out. 13. Baby Sweet Tater, Baby Sweet is the kind of tater that is always happy and cheerful no matter what, is too nice for anyone to get upset with even if he she does something that they should get upset about, cries or has his her feelings hurt very easily, and tries to get special treatment just because he she is so sweet, innocent, and not really responsible for anything that happens that is bad or causes problems for others. Let's think more about how it works, how each tater plays his her special game.
1: The agitator's game is based on focusing on the negative side of people and situations, emphasizing those negatives or problematic pieces, and tempting others to become defensive or negatively reactive. If another group member does become defensive or negatively reactive, the agitator has won the game by being validated as someone with enough power, control, and influence in the group to get others upset, and negatively interacting. Importantly, this is simply a style that develops as the result of its having been reinforced over time, a history of the games resulting in the agitator's winning. The agitator is reluctant to give up the game since it provides for him her position of power, control, influence, and reinforcement within the group. The key to avoiding being hooked by the agitator is to anticipate his her behavior. It is predictable that he she will criticize, make things seem worse than they really are, and try to keep things stirred up. Through your behavior, and active interaction, the first step is to simply refuse to react to the negativism. Simply sit quietly and say nothing. Next, it is important to convey to the agitator an understanding of the game. Say, your usual style is to be an agitator. This is true when there are problems but is also true when there really are no problems. Also, you make a sport out of criticizing and finding fault. You are an agitator. I am simply not going to react to you anymore. Now that I know how the game works, I refuse to play the alternative for the agitator is to move to a position where he she is more positive, fair, and playful, spending less time and energy being negative and agitating.
2: The annotator game develops for individuals in much the same way as the agitator game. The payoff or win comes through perceiving oneself as one up or somewhat superior to others. For the annotator, this position in the group is important as a way of developing and maintaining his or self-esteem and self-confidence. If other group members respond by arguing, trying to get in the last word themselves, or by refusing to let the annotator butt in or impose him herself into the conversation, the annotator will feel rebuffed and will probably pout. This behavior then becomes the second level of the game designed to get others to apologize or to try to coax the annotator back into annotating behavior. However, the process proceeds, the annotator is in control. The key to not getting hooked by the annotator is to first directly confront the annotator about his or behavior. Say, you are an annotator. You always seem to have to have the last word, have to get your two cents worth in whether it is wanted or not, and always act like you know more than everyone else. This type of behavior causes me to have negative feelings toward you and makes it very difficult for me to relate to you. It will surely be nice when you no longer feel like you have to play one up with everyone all the time. In the meantime, I am simply not going to listen when you have to get in the last word or try to put your two cents worth in when it is not wanted or are criticizing people or putting people down. The key here is to stop. No matter what the annotator says next, do not get hooked again. Also simply ignore the annotator if he-she chooses to pout, and withdraw as a result of being confronted by his-her behavior. The annotator needs to learn to be a better listener, more patient, and more tolerant of others. Further he-she needs to learn to be more considerate of others, and their needs for attention, recognition, acceptance, and affirmation.
3: The commentator plays a similar but slightly different game. The win comes for the commentator through constant interaction and attention seeking he she has not developed alternative interpersonal and intra-group skills that assure interaction, attention, and feedback from others and has learned to assure these through being a commentator. His her behavior has the effect of getting others into arguments and states of conflict through tattling and gossiping which result in increased interaction and tension in which commentator vicariously participates but for which he she is not held responsible. The first step to avoid being hooked is to confront the commentator in a manner similar to that used with the annotator. Let him or her know that you are aware of the game, do not like it, and are not going to play anymore. Let him or her know when you are interested in listening and when you are not, subject matter that is of interest to you and that which is not. And be sure not to react negatively to or interact negatively with other group members based on information you have received from the commentator. He/she needs to learn to be more relaxed, more loyal to members of the group, and more dependable in terms of the accuracy and importance of the information he/she conveys. Also, let him/her know that you simply assume that he/she is saying the same types of things to other group members about you as is being said to you about them. The commentator's game can get vicious so it is very important that other group members unanimously refuse to play.
4: The dictator's game is straightforward. He-she directly exercises power, control, and influence which are the underlying motivators of all tater game players. The win comes through controlling, being in charge, and holding more power than other members of the group. If you are in the position to refuse to capitulate to the will and direction of the dictator, doing so on a reasonable and consistent basis is the best way to respond to the dictator's game. When the dictator is into his or role, simply stop to think about whether or not the dictator's advice is sound, direction is correct, or ideas are worth further consideration. If so, let the dictator know that, after due consideration, dictates are being followed. This step by itself lets the dictator know that he she is not in charge, is not the boss. By the same token, it is important to refuse to go along or follow the dictate, if doing so does not seem reasonable, appropriate or productive. This moderated, responsible approach will gradually reduce the authority and dictatorial behavior of the dictator. Avoid a simple negative reaction in terms of routinely refusing to cooperate, refusing to follow directives, refusing to listen to the dictator's point of view. Blind refusal is as counterproductive as blind capitulation and represents an alternative way of playing the game, but still constitutes game playing. Directly confronting the dictator about his or her behavior is seldom useful but is probably in the interest of healthy and assertive acceptance of personal responsibility. The dictator needs to gradually become more accepting, more aware of those things that do and do not contribute to his or her attractiveness to other group members, more flexible, and more supportive of other group members. The key to this is becoming more tolerant of the interests, preferences, and idiosyncratic styles of other members of the group.
5: The Gravitator plays a game noticeably different from those discussed to this point. The games considered thus far have an active, doing quality about them. Gravitator's game is more passive and considerably more subtle. He she wins by intruding into the activities of others, forcing other people to accommodate to him her, and doing all of this in a way that avoids having to put forth effort and energy, take responsibility, or show any significant degree of initiative. Others find this behavior annoying. Frustrating, and see it as an imposition. But the hook is in terms of their feeling guilty if they confront gravitator, demand their space, or insist that gravitator do his/her share. It is as if they were making demands on an individual who is unable to respond or comply. Pushing would feel a little bit like victimizing the victim. The result is that they expect very little from gravitator, respond to what come to be seen as his/her demands, and allow gravitator to have considerably more than a fair share of group space energy, and socio-emotional tolerance. The key in dealing with Gravitator is to understand that it is a game. Other group members need to be more assertive and responsible in terms of insisting on their rights and on Gravitator's carrying his her share of the load. On the one hand, other group members simply ignore Gravitator's behavior while on the other hand refusing to respond to his her direct and indirect needs that usually come in the form of pleas and weak request. Say to Gravitator, I need my space or privacy, and will appreciate your hanging around someplace else. Also one might say, I'm no longer going to be helpful to you and respond to your needs and interests, unless doing so becomes a reciprocal arrangement. Gravitator needs to become more helpful, more actively involved in the group, more responsible, and more dependable participant in the group system, and considerably more energetic both at a
6: personal and group system level. Within the game arena... Hesitator plays a game with many similarities to that of Gravitator. Although Hesitator brings more energy to the group system, he-she takes a very passive approach to group activities and involvements. It is a no-lose game. If problems are solved, decisions prove to be useful, and things go along smoothly, Hesitator may share in the credit since he-she agreed to and supported what happened. Alternatively, if things do not go smoothly, do not work out well, hesitator is free from responsibility since he she can always plead having been uneasy with the decision or plan to begin with and can note that he she only reluctantly went along. Either way, hesitator wins. Other group members will need to become more assertive with hesitator, confront him her about the game, whenever possible avoid making decisions or taking positions until hesitator has committed him herself and simply refuse to acknowledge the win. Say, things worked out all right but you had nothing to do with that. It is not true that you supported or went along with the decision. If you do not take active responsibility at the beginning, you get no credit at the end. By the same token, when things do not work out, you are as responsible for that as anyone else. Your refusal to actively participate does not in any way diminish your responsibility within the group. Hesitator must learn to be more responsible, more assertive, more involved, and more active within group life, good times, bad times,
7: and all. As was true with Hesitator, the Levitator plays a game very similar to the Gravitator. The twist comes in terms of Levitators remaining detached and uninvolved from what seems to be a sense of superiority. Hesitator seems to reflect more a sense of inferiority, with levitator being at the opposite end of the same illusory range. The range is an illusion because it simply represents somewhat different ways of avoiding involvement, responsibility, and active participation within the group. The win for levitator comes either in terms of others capitulating or their becoming frustrated and reactive. In either event, the ideas, interests, and feelings of other group members may simply be discounted. Lavitator needs to be called on the game, needs to learn that others will not capitulate or accept their implied inferiority, and will only deal with him or as an equal, active participant within the group system. Lavitator needs to learn to become more attractive to other group members in social and emotional terms, to be more considerate of the feelings and interests of others, and to be more supportive of the needs and interests of others.
8: Mediator plays a game very similar to that of the Hesitator but brings considerably more energy and activity to the game. Meditator will accept responsibility for decisions, plans, and other activities but will only do so if there is almost complete certainty relative to the outcome. The win comes through only taking responsibility for those things that are nearly certain and thus being guaranteed of a positive outcome when he she does take responsibility. The rest of the time, He she can hold others accountable for problematic outcomes with the added benefit of being able to say, I warned you or I told you so meditator is not refusing to participate and shows no reluctance to participate. The hook for others comes in terms of running the risk of being held responsible when there are problems or when things do not work out well. They want to avoid being a goat and thus play meditator's game. The key to avoiding being hooked into the game is to understand two basic concepts. First. Consider the Law of Probability. Although Meditator will approach 100% in terms of decisions and plans that work out, other group members will come close to that same level based on their experience, judgment, and general good sense. The Meditator's track record will not be much better than that of other group members over time. Second, playing the Meditator's game results in many missed opportunities, plans that never got off the ground, and activities that never happened. Not playing a game results in a lot more positive outcomes for the group with only a slight increase in problematic outcomes. The small risk is well worth the significant payoff over time. Meditator needs to learn to be more decisive, more flexible, more playful, and more relaxed about the ups and downs of life within the group.
9: Militator plays a game similar to that played by Dictator. Whereas the Dictator is intent on exercising power, control and influence by making all of the decisions, and telling everyone what to do. The militator similarly exercises power, control, and influence by not letting anyone in the group exercise power, control, or influence over him-her, tell him-her what to do. For the militator, the win comes through always having control, always having the upper hand, by never letting anyone put one over on him-her or exercise control in relationship to him-her. The key to dealing with militator is to confront without arguing. Any time Militator becomes argumentative or confrontative, simply say, I appreciate your sharing your point of view and will take it into consideration. Militator will likely try to continue confronting or arguing. It is then appropriate to say, you simply like to be confrontive for confrontation's sake, like to argue for the sake of arguing. I have told you that I appreciate your sharing your point of view and will take it into consideration. I have no more to say on this peculiar subject. Stick to this decision and do not discuss the topic any further with Militator He She needs to learn to be more accepting of other group members and of their feelings and ideas, to be more assertive without becoming confrontive or argumentative, to be more considerate of the needs and interests of others, to be more flexible, to be more gentle, and to be more patient and playful with others.
10: Precipitator plays a game similar to that played by the Militator, but the Precipitator plays it more indirectly, and is able to get others, to do his her bidding. T. He win, comes through getting others upset, and into conflict without needing to get upset, or participate in the conflict in any direct way. T. He pay off is vicarious and indirect. T. His strategy for dealing with the Precipitator is somewhat unlike that used with other taters. H. Air, the key is for all other group members to talk with each other about the Precipitator's game, how they are getting hooked in, and how the win works for Precipitator. Oh, their group members may then simply refuse to react, come to the bait, or become upset with each other as a result of what Precipitator says or does. I, in addition, it may be useful to sit down as a group, talk with the Precipitator about his her game, and share with him her how it is going to be dealt with by other members of the group. T. He precipitator needs to learn to be more actively involved in group life, to maintain a more positive orientation to each member of the group, and to accept considerably more responsibility for his or her behavior and participation within the group.
11: The spectator game within the group has qualities similar to the games of the gravitator and the hesitator. But spectator's game is much more passive and indirect. In fact, spectator is simply refusing to be an active part of the group. The win comes through consciously being isolated, uninvolved, detached, and apart from other group members. The payoff is in safety, an absence of responsibility. And although spectator does not enjoy the benefits of group participation, neither does he she have to deal with the tensions, conflicts, problems, and difficulties that come up from time to time. Simply ignoring spectator only serves to perpetuate his her game. Gentle confrontation is in order combined with increased acceptance of spectator, increased assertiveness with him-her, more consistency when dealing with him-her, a little more energy brought to relationships with him-her, and increased spontaneity within relationships with spectator he-she needs to learn to be more assertive, more attractive to other members of the group, more energetic in terms of group participation more giving in social and emotional terms, more playful and more responsible in terms of the value of
12: and need for his or her active participation in the group. The group facilitator plays an interesting and somewhat unusual game. The main difficulty in spotting the game comes in terms of the apparent value or desirability of playing facilitator's game. He she is helpful, will do almost anything for anyone, and is always there when others need him her. These desirable qualities mask or hide the underlying game. The dual win comes first in terms of having others feel obligated to facilitate facilitator. They owe him or her for past favors. The apparently freely given favors and services are the hook. The underlying aspect of the win comes in terms of facilitators not needing to accept responsibility, make decisions, show leadership, or deal with his or fair share of the give and take within group life. Even if these negatives are upsetting or irritating to others, they have difficulty dealing with facilitator about them since they feel obligated as a function of past favors, and as a function of favors and services anticipated in the future. The result is that facilitator is left free from sanction or criticism. The key to dealing with facilitator comes in terms of simply refusing to accept favors or services which one could get along without or reasonably provide for him herself. In addition, it is equally important to avoid feeling that one should pay back the facilitator by not holding him her responsible for group involvement and participation. She might say, why do you treat me this way after all I have done for you An appropriate? Response would be, I relate to you and deal with you in what I believe to be reasonable and fair ways of relating to and dealing with members of our group. All you have done is indicative of the way you choose to relate to and deal with the rest of us. In our group, we are helpful to each other and also hold each other accountable for and responsible for appropriate participation. Facilitator needs to learn to be more personally accountable, more responsible, more dependable during times of difficulty or stress, and more open and upfront about his or motivations and interest.
13: Baby Sweet Tater concludes the discussion about games played within groups and organizations. His hook game is similar to that of the facilitator, although the hook is in terms of personality as opposed to doing favors and providing services for others. The game is to be and remain highly attractive to other group members in physical, emotional, and social terms and to emphasize positive interpersonal gain within relationships. Being involved with someone who reflects these characteristics is the first level of the hook and is a nice and pleasant experience for everyone else. The second level of the hook comes in terms of baby sweet taters getting upset, crying, and implying through his her behavior that others are being insensitive, inconsiderate, unjustifiably harsh, and unappreciative. The wind comes through avoiding responsibility, criticism and negative interaction with others, and being held accountable for his or her behavior in both positive and negative terms. Dealing with baby sweet tater is handled the same way as was seen with the facilitator. Basically, one says, you're nice, a lot of fun, and very pleasant to be around most of the time. Nonetheless this does not excuse you from responsibility, accountability, or full participation in the group. One then deals with baby sweet tater in a straightforward, reasonably objective manner, enjoying the positive aspects of the relationship and dealing directly with the more negative or problematic aspects of the relationships. Baby sweet tater needs to learn to be more consistent, more dependable, more helpful, more socially and emotionally honest, and more responsible in terms of his or her overall participation within the group.
0: Now you know, so there you go. Thanks for listening.